We can talk about the future, we could look back at our past. We can talk about all subjects with enthusiasm unsurpassed. Sometimes we'll talk in prose, sometimes we'll sing in rhyme, but we will guarantee you will have a very rocking good time. It's the post podcast from the heart. Just, you know, it's a work in progress. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, it was great. Beautiful. And with that, we'll kick it off. Thanks Welcome to the Do Good Feel Good Show. Woo! All right. <laughs> right now, we're live on location in our former co host's apartment, Luke's apartment. What's up? And who else do we have on the podcast today? We have Mark, Olivia, and friends. Aaron. <laughs> Okay, look, well, those there's three people that are audience members. We only have one special guest, and the special guest we, name Olivia is... Olivia and I were pressured into being co-hosts, but everyone else can be introduced by Lauren. In whatever exorbitant, superfluative way, Luke. she would like to introduce them. Okay. People don't like our episodes because you say rude Sorry. things to me in them. This is about doing good and feeling good. So, Luke, is a, Luke has been a reoccurring co-host. He just used a lot of big words because as you... Guys may have heard on the episode he was on. Every time Luke says a big word, he gets five dollars and he can donate to the charity of his choice. So that's why he did that. But Luke and I are gonna be interviewing a special guest and her name is Hi, I'm Olivia. I'm a high school teacher in DCPS. That means public schools. Oh, DC public schools, yeah. She's been saying that all night. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. And um then we have a live audience of Mark. Aaron and Annie. Annie. And so they're just going to be laughing in the background, which is what all live audiences are good for. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Laugh loud. All right. <laughs> so this podcast is all about doing good and feeling good. Why don't you kick it off interviewing our, our special guest? What, what do you want me to do? You, you, what do you, so Olivia, what do you do that, um, I guess, in your expression, that makes you feel good? <laughs> so I teach high school at Duke Ellington School for the Arts, yeah. which is an incredibly impoverished school system. So we're 49th out of 51 in the country. So if you include D.C. as a state, we only beat out, I believe it's Kentucky and Kansas, and then West Virginia in literacy and math. Question. So, yes, ma'am. So out of the districts, where to, do we rank? That's actually a really good question. Because we are congressionally and Senate funded, it actually doesn't matter to us. Because we are compared by states. So we are considered a full state, even though we don't have a senator. So the rankings, I actually, I don't know the answer to that because the rankings that we look at are state by state because that's how they determine our success rate. And do my taxes that I pay as a D.C. resident pay for schools? They do. Um, In a weird way because nobody in the district particularly gets a say. Again, it's congressional and Senate-based approval. So it's pretty much like at a policy whim, so whatever is the hot new platform, if Republicans are pushing for charter schools, or if they're pushing for vouchers, that tends to be, we are the testing ground. Like, we are the ground zero for all of that weird initiative-based policy, and nobody in the district has a say. So our lowest performing kids in the country are the, the guinea pigs of failed policy, which is why they remain the 49th out of 51. Wow. This is... 
freaking real. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. We don't usually talk about real stuff on the you podcast. You asked the question. You got an answer. Yeah. I know. I'm happy that I asked because people need to know. What do you want to educate people on? Which of people out there in the world, all of our fans, our millions of listeners, what do you want to tell them and how can they support the DC uh, <laughs> education system? Um, I mean, I think paying your taxes is the biggest, but I think the, the thing I want everyone to know is that our kids want better than what they have. I don't think any kid at 12th grade can't read because it's a choice, because they're truant, because they want to fail or they're not trying. I think it's a systemic poverty problem and the kids that you meet one-on-one so desperately want better for themselves so viscerally want better for their families like it's a really beautiful job to have because you see one-on-one the power that an individual student has to change his own or his or her family's life but like they want better they're trying they're just trying against a system that is fighting against them but I feel like a lot of people look at failing students and go well, you didn't go to school that day. Like, okay, yeah. they didn't go, they were working. Or yeah. they had a sick parent. Or they just couldn't get out of bed, there was too much. Like, So where do most of the kids that are going to your school live? They all live in D.C. besides a very small handful who actually pay tuition. So D.C. Uh, DC public schools pays between twelve dollars and $13,000 per student per year. So if you are from Virginia or Maryland and you want to go to Duke Ellington School for the Arts, for the incredible arts education, you have to pay that tuition. So you have to pay twelve grand a year. So very few students come from Fairfax County, Montgomery County, Alexandria, Arlington, and end up paying that tuition. But usually it's D.C. residents. Hmm. Mostly southeast, uh, a little bit of northeast. So it's a portfolio. No, I mean, like, I've never seen a school bus in D.C. How do the kids get to school? Metro. A lot of, like, so Redline being single-tracked. I've I've never seen a school bus. They're tiny. Do you really? Yeah. Very few of our students. Mostly Redline. They've all sent me on my bike. (laughs) <laughs> Especially in Georgetown with their, like, Georgetown. segregated they're there. methods. You know what? Like, no I'm happy they're there. I'll get out right. of the way. It's fine. So my kids... Wait, so children ride the metro to school? They do. Yeah. A very young age they start the riding... I've seen kids on my bus. Yeah, I've absolutely. always wondered, yeah. like, how different our lives they can would get be to school. if we had That's fantastic. public transportation when we were kids. Or, like, if we had Ubers when we were in high school. Like, I feel a like lot of my, my kids... I've Uber-pulled with students. It's yes. so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's very weird. Like, just from my home mm-hmm. if I didn't feel like driving. And but... you're like, Johnny, did you do your homework? <laughs> and they always say, You're doing oh. it right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. And you'll miss Kay. You know I wanted to. But, but... I'm doing it right but now. I... I have a question from the audience. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. So, clearly, as, like, a resident outside of the school system, being an adult and wanting to support it, you can pay your taxes, and that mm-hmm. goes into the school system. I'm curious, like, as a teacher, do you still feel like property taxes, funding, public education is still the best route for funding public education? Absolutely not. What would you suggest as being the better alternative? So we call that a zip code education because if you live in a higher pay, like a higher tax bracket, then you <laughs> end up going to a better school system. So if you live in yeah. Fairfax County. Arlington, Alexandria, your property taxes are higher, your schools are better by virtue of where you live, whereas we are theoretically the United States land of opportunity, you should have access to the best public education. I I feel like that should be a human right. Mm -hmm. So I have a hard time with this because I know privatizing it is not the answer and we've seen that. Federalizing it isn't either. that would be the voucher program if you were to privatize it. Right, absolutely. So things like private charters um, and private schools and vouchers in place of the private or public education. But federal funding isn't the answer either. So I I genuinely think as 
like a community of educational scholars, like people who are working on this for their PhD dissertations, we are still debating the best route because nobody knows fundamentally. I know it's not what we're doing, but yeah. we all know that, and there's still no real good answer, which is kind of not dark, but at least open ended in a good way. Like we can still find a good answer. Yeah. Cool. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And what do you teach? I teach environmental science, uh, ethics, and policy. So my school was blessed enough to give me open reign in writing a new curriculum. So we said, we have seniors that aren't engaged and we're not reaching them. What can we do? So we shifted from hard science to science with a theory, policy, and ethics application. How does this affect you? How does your taxpayer money, how does the way you talk to Pepco and choose your energy bill and where it comes from? Is it renewable? Does that matter? Like things like that, writing your senator's talking about your plastic use, very basic and yet also very nuanced things that reach kids on their daily life that makes them care because otherwise they're not going to turn in homework because they don't care what mutualism means and I don't care what mutualism (laughs) means. So trying to write a curriculum that reaches every student has been really interesting and then I teach freshman bio just for like the entry level kids, how your body system works. Wow. Yeah. We have another question from the audience. Um, so for those who are, again, in, you know, residents of D.C. and want to support the school system, so we've already talked about, like, paying taxes, but is there a way to volunteer? Because I have seen so many schools in my neighborhood, and I'm like, that would be cool. Oh, okay. I do. All right. She's I just, nodding your head and shutting your eyes. And excited <laughs> about this question. I was just on the board of a planning committee for an organization called Project Transformation. Every summer, what they do is they give literacy-based training to students, one-on-one reading help in the mornings, and then kind of outward-bound Boy Scout, Girl Scout stuff in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So every summer, the parents pay like $25 or $30 for their students to go for weeks to have full-day tutoring and lunch fed to them. So really, it ultimately is church, nonprofit, and individual donor-funded the change that you see in the kids is incredible. I mean, grade levels up in reading, self-confidence boosts. And those are the times that kids get in trouble in the streets and need to be in the care of someone loving and nurturing and not out in the neighborhood messing around because there's nowhere really safe for them to play. So they all they, they get tend to get into trouble. So Project Transformation had its first summer last summer. I think if you're paying taxes but you want to do more, it's a really beautiful incredible way you can throw a couple dollars at it or you can volunteer if you have a summer morning you want to go hang out with a kid one-on-one get to know somebody feel really empowered and uplifted like it it's good it's fun I loved it they just had it are they on social media they are on social media I don't know but I can give it to you at the end we will yes yay great question the audience member that what is shit corner well shit corner is uh Red shit in that corner. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's a dog in the building. Explain shit corner for any listeners. Okay, well, we're going to have to switch tapes soon. Okay. Fine. We're going to switch it right now. Sure. No, it's good. So, shit corner is basically about talking about something shitty that happened to you this week. Or anytime. Just a shitty thing that happened in the world. Or we talk about things that are good all the time. Doing good, feeling good. But you mm-hmm. have to be real. Sometimes shitty things happen. 
Yeah. And there's a song. And it goes, We are entering shit corner. There'll be much for us to save. Singing with me now. Won't you please join me in shit corner? Ooh, guys, don't know this song? No. You can. We can make it. Night and sing. Okay, they were singing. You're under it. So that's the shit corner theme song. Okay. So now you have to talk about something shitty that's happened. Nothing shitty has happened in life. In life. But somebody else. Can someone in the audience? someone in the audience want to raise their hand? Oh, what shitty happened this week? Well, did anyone have a bad day or anything that happened to them this week? I'm about to cut this segment. No, someone has to have one. Let's brainstorm. All right, I'll do one. <laughs> um, I dropped a weight on my foot two weeks ago, and so I'm in a boot right now. And it was only like a month after I finally got cleared to essentially do whatever workouts I wanted after my shoulder surgery. And I found that I'm really not. Thanks. The audience member comes in with the laughter. That's what we've been looking for. The, true the whole point of Shit Corner is to make you realize your life is better than. Like the shitty things that happened to you aren't. Yeah, aren't. Aren't that bad in comparison to other? Oh wait, I ended a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. do you want to talk about that? <laughs> no, I mean it makes sense. Like he's far away, really good guy. Just eight thousand miles is a very large amount of miles. You, are you saying that you wouldn't walk by eight thousand? <laughs> Five hundred miles <laughs> times sixteen. You have to do it sixteen times. <laughs> but I have to do it sixteen times. <laughs> he hears me. So I no, I, I think actually do. We like took some space. I don't know. I feel like at the at, initially we had like a three hour phone conversation. We're like, this sucks. That's a long time. It is a long time, especially the seven hour time difference. And then we were like, look, no one died. You're still a great person. I'm still a great person. Obviously, you are a great person. It's a given. But how no. long have you guys been dating before this? Oh, six months. And how did you guys meet? Him. <laughs> Thank you, Hinge. <laughs> Thank you, Hinge, for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> no, we met on Hinge, and he's incredible. But it's just, uh, and it's about doing good. He wanted to go build sustainable agriculture in Uganda. Like, okay. You what? can't hate on him for that. Hey, okay, I love you. Like, mm-hmm. do your best. But it was just, it was so far. And, like, I don't know. You can't date someone that's not here. Is he also, um farm on Uganda? Like, does he have the best reception? You know, what I mean? WhatsApp is not my favorite interface. Let's yeah, be real. Just kidding. What's WhatsApp. Love you. Sponsor us. <laughs> Hashtag. What's up? Sponsor opportunity. Yeah. WhatsApp. Um. That's hashtag Facebook. There you what's go. Facebook. Facebook goes. Facebook. Oh, what's I didn't up? Know that. That's fu- That's messed up. <laughs> that's just. It's not a sponsor. Facebook is not. Sp- no, Facebook. It's great that it doesn't. Oh, will come you turn down bell. Facebook if they try to sponsor this? No, but Facebook doesn't sponsor things. They don't need to. Yeah. They could anonymously donate. They own it all. You they please own donate. The um. So, <laughs> it like a is he only there for a certain amount of time or that like that was the issue. It's indefinite. Oh, he oh, moved. So he was Yolanda. like, I love you. I'd get married someday. And we were all like, what? what? <laughs> like if I moved to Uganda. That was originally the ask. He Whoa. was like, I used to teach international baccalaureate, which is IB. Okay. It's AP for all schools internationally. And he was like, there are big IB schools here. Move here. And I was like, cool beans. My family, friends, life, cat. Everything is in D.C. Mostly importantly, the cat is in D.C. You have a cat? I have a cat that I adore. I have a cat, too. Yes! My cat's name is Momo. 
Momo and Muffin. They're gonna be besties. That sounds like a yeah. Sounds like Right, so I was like, I mean, you moved there because you wanted to, but I don't have to want to. So that was originally the ask, and then I was like, Mah. And how long did Muffin is not going to go overseas on a plane. Uh, Muffin will barely go into the kitchen for Muffin. food. She's a chunker. So <laughs> Mom Mama's is not going on a plane. <laughs> yeah, no, so we, I don't know, he'll be back in November and December, and I'll see him, but rip. Rip that Ouch. relationship. <laughs> Man, that's what I call shit corner. <laughs> Where's the song? I'm not singing it again. Um, copy and paste. But within every shit corner is an inner tickle. So what's your inner tickle? Uh, he's a great man doing incredible work, and that's all you can ask for. And you're happy that you met him? Oh my god, he made me such a better person. And does. I mean, like, knowing him is a blessing. I'm lucky. It just didn't work out, but... What a, a positive, uplifting what podcast. You're rude. Audience members yeah. for that. <laughs> I'm never coming on this again. This <laughs> oh, feels like therapy. That's what this podcast is all about. Uh, Follow-up comment. Not suitable for podcasts. Yeah, it is. Everything's suitable. We can bleep it out. Yeah, I can, I can cut it. We could. Oh, it's going to be about Lauren's edit like three these. times. Yeah. So, it's going to be about yeah. my other hinges, so no one needs... What's the? Yeah. No That's that. That would get bleeped out. That won't get bleeped out. That won't out. get bleeped out. No, that won't. Hush, child. What do you gotta say? I'll I'll pick and choose if I want to delete so, it or not. How long did you date before he decided he was gonna go? A couple of months, and he was like, "That was what was really weird." After a couple of months, he was like, "I'd marry you." Just got to be in Africa for now, and I was like, "That's also weird to you just can't be like, know I that." You. Like all like, that's a, that's let a me drop that on you. Like he was like, "What do you comment. think about this size rock?" And I was like, "Couldn't pick my hand up." Love that aspect of it. Don't love that I don't know anything about you, but <laughs> nice diamond. That's like weird. it was a bit weird. That, no, it was. That's yeah. a little. That's weird that's on a, a lot of levels. Feels very Texan though, like. Is he from yeah. Texas? Yes, he's from Dallas, and a lot of his friends do that. They, like, meet someone, and a couple months later, they're like, oh That gosh. is actually very Dallas. Yes. Yeah, so I don't fault him now. for that necessarily. It's just not very me. Yeah. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from South <laughs> Okay, so Luke, let me just, let's just segue into what Luke wants to talk about. He left the room to get a drink, but came back with a $6,000 real diamond Speaking of feeling ring. good. Oh, that ring. I get a hell yeah? Talk about the ring, Luke. What about it? Everybody. You talk about it. Specs. Details. That's how'd you get it? Because I'd be like, you're taking my name, it. love it, yes. on this ring. Talk about it. It was a $6,000 ring that I earned. Hey, you, talk, you take my phone and talk about it, please. Thank you. It was a $6,000 $6, ring that I gained for working for the company that I do for the past three years. They've already been mentioned on Monumental. They if were you on had, episodes now. If you wanted to marry a woman, would you be like, here... If I wanted to marry a woman, I would spend more than this ring is worth. That's what I said. I was like, I was like, you should just take the diamonds from this ring and give it to your. Brother. No, no, I would spend more than this ring because that's a huge decision. Expensive ring. Yeah, I, I know what I'm saying. That's what the value is. It's not the diamonds. How much are rings? How much are typical engagement rings? Jesus. You could do like a thousand, you could do like twenty thousand. Like there's a range. I would do but more than six. I'm gonna tell you that now. Well played. Luke, <laughs> that's on 
Well played. You better. That is on tape, and many people will hear that. Probably I'm sending this to wife. every future girlfriend. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thank you. I, fully you can't I would it. spend more than six grand on my engagement <laughs> ring. Yeah. It says worse than putting it in writing or blood oath. Honestly, no, like, we're like, sectioning this off and putting it yeah. as an MP3 on your hinge. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'm being honest. His face when he's like, I'll spend more just, than just, just, six this video. <laughs> I'm more than this ring is worth. Someone get like a picture blinding video everybody. It's blinding. Yeah. It's true. Burning like holes in the wall. Oh, I'll spend God. more than six grand on this, like, my engagement ring. That's that fine. Do you think ring is worth more than six grand right now? Of course it is. It, I, I know based on the insurance papers, it is worth exactly six grand. <laughs> so that's but fine. Can you get a replacement She's like, I love I it. I can. You can. They'll I can. They, they will make you a replacement. There's right? certain stipulations that, sure, that, like... Well, oh, shit, we done lost it. Monumental, call yeah. me up. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I took all the and now, now he's going to get hit for an insurance fraud anytime he wants to claim that insurance on that ring. They're going to be like, that podcast episode said... Sure, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. That's okay. I understand what it is. I understand what it costs. I understand what it's worth. I have... How I there was a it. question buried in this. What was the question? What was the question, Lauren? Like, Why did you go up into your room and put your ring oh, on? Oh, tell us a story. What do you do that you got this that ring? Was, What's the relationship between Luke Lovett and this beautiful piece good. of ass? Let's see. <laughs> Rocks. <laughs> Finger candy. Finger candy. Yes, daddy. I'm, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a lot of editing. I've got a lot of candy oh, on my God. finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a video editor and motion graphics designer for Penny Moss Sports Entertainment. We work for the we own the majority of the Washington Wizards and Washington Capitals, and I've been a <laughs> Capitals fan since I was six. This is a big deal to me, and the fact that we won the Stanley Cup for the first time ever in the franchise. Forty years since the, the Washington Bullets won the championship back in 1978 Ooh. is a big deal to me and for the city, and it's a it's a great stepping stone for my career, and I'm very happy for it. That was the longest run on word of all time. Yes! Yes! A true king. Woo! Go caps. I'm going to give you your phone All back caps. Now. All caps. <laughs> what does all caps mean? I love that that's the phrase. You spell everything with all, all capital caps. letters. <laughs> You're so excited about capitals. Everything is in all caps. All caps is the hashtag we use now for the current branding campaign, where all caps means you're all in. <laughs> In all caps. You're all for it, for the team, in any caps. aspect you have going breathe, for what's breathe, going on. All Hashtag caps. all caps. Hashtag all caps. Hashtag all caps. All right, we did do good. We did feel, oh, feel good. So tonight to feel good, we did carve some pumpkins to support Habitat for Humanity of Washington, D.C. Oh, let's just yell at my dog, and she's not here. <laughs> and we also Sorry. made some s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> We did make s'mores. We yeah. made new friends. Yeah. Met a lot of people. Did you make s'mores upstairs? But yes. kinda. Yes. <gasps> we flambeed. You have, yeah. you have With a mini fire gun. Can torch. we do that in your apartment? Yeah. Can we do that now? Sure. <laughs> we're about to make s'mores on the podcast. That's what we're doing to feel good. Live right. from New York, from DC. It's <laughs> s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> s'mores. I tried to get that girl trauma fire. Well, I. See, this is why Shit we need corner. specific segments. Like, I want to have a segment where people, like, talk to talk about something that's happening good in the world that's not what they did, but something that they read about in the news and they educated us on it. Okay. But we haven't done that yet. Why don't we find we a start? Yeah, but does anyone have a story they can talk about? 
See, people need to prepare. Yeah. Well, that there, takes a lot. There's a habitat one that's point. cool where there were like five homes in Panama City. Will Beach. you talk about it? Yeah, I can talk about the it. The live audience wants to share a story. <gasps> oh! All right, well, Make so sure uh, this time. is in regards to Hurricane Michael. There were uh, five habitat homes that um, were intact after the hurricane, and while the homes around them had been decimated. Where? Um, in Panama City Beach. Cool. And because they were built fortified, so they went beyond the Florida building codes and uh, used other fortified building techniques, so extra nails, other precautionary measures and those homes were okay and there was actually a mother and daughter the mother had been living in one of those homes the daughter couldn't reach her mom she looked on google maps uh to see if the homes were okay and when she saw the homes intact like she knew that it was where her mom lived and she knew she was okay so incredibly powerful um but also just a shout out to disaster risk reduction and uh Using mitigation, yeah. building yeah. fortified, use those extra nails. You can do low-cost measures, and they'll, you know, save someone's home and save them years of trying to rebuild. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Oh, Habitat going stronger and farther than hashtag Florida ever Habitat said we strong. should. Hashtag, hashtag Habitat Strong. Yeah, that is actually our fortified building hashtag. program. Is it? Yeah. At Build Louder if you want to advocate for funding for disaster recovery. All right, we're ending this tape now. Bye. Do good, feel good. It's the do good, feel good show. It sounded sad. Muy bueno.